sit down and buckle up. It's time for Track Talk with Bryce Sparling and Matt Ridgeway. Lights out and away we go with another fantastic edition of TM5's Track Talk. Back from a, a bit of a two-week hiatus. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, but with me, as always, is my co-driver, Mr. Matt Ridgway. Matt, how happy are you that NASCAR is now done with the West Coast uh, swing to start the season? I could not be more elated. I, I am ready to sleep in my own bed for more nights than I'm away. Uh, and to cap that all off, I get to go home to my home state this weekend to, to good old GA and uh, and be among my people and breathe the free air. Uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, I enjoyed it. I had fun. It's been an experience. I am tired. I'm still tired. This uh, the 36 weeks of this is a grind. Um, but uh, we've got Atlanta this weekend. Coda next weekend, which, which will be revert to uh, a Thursday travel day. So next weekend, we'll kind of be back to a West Coast swing deal. Um, but then we have two weekends, Martinsville and Bristol, where we don't, I don't have to fly at all. I'll sleep in my bed every night for two straight weeks. And that's, that's the goal to get to right now. So that's the light at the end of the tunnel for you right yes. there. Yeah. I Enjoy this weekend. Get ready for get back at it next weekend and then i have two weeks where i i can hopefully feel like a person again uh and to give a little background everybody we did record two weeks ago but something messed up with the the bot that we used to record it didn't record anything that we said matt and i sat there talked it was a good episode too really interesting uh sat there for an hour talked about everything it was a great episode and it ended up not recording and that was like literally the only hour of the entire week matt had free because you were heading off to that west coast like either that day or the next day and still had a bunch of stuff to get done yeah it was thursday morning and i was about to get on the plane so <laughs> i that that was our window for the week and it it, it was unfortunately squandered but well, i don't want anybody to think we abandoned them uh so we have we call that that will officially be referred to as the lost episode um <laughs> it did happen you will never hear it it was the greatest episode it was the greatest podcast best we've done was, best ever anyone's ever recorded in the history of the world or didn't record uh, i guess <laughs> yeah what's that song uh tenacious d tribute like greatest song in the world this is a tribute so every <laughs> podcast is now a tribute to the greatest podcast in the world uh, <laughs> that no one will ever hear and then last week i was uh testing at the roval nascar had a test um at, with goodyear testing a couple different compounds and packages and all that good stuff. Uh, it was us, the 41 team. It was the 24 team, I think. I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron uh, Burgundy. We'll put a question and, uh, mark. Yeah. And it was the, the 20 of Christopher Bell. So it was us, Hendrick, and Gibbs out there testing. Um that's like prime was, time for you, though, right? Because that's a tire test, so they want to see degradation, yes. different compounds, yeah, different different stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Goodyear engineers are all over it. Like it's it's a it's a big deal. It's, it was an important learning day for me. So um, busy. Uh, it was my day off. It was our only day to record, and I spent the entire day testing. 
So, and, and I did see that I believe you had a cameo possibly on a uh, on a possible picture video there that we got. I did. I, I thought so. What, what's the picture you sent me? What was that from? From what picture did I send you? I, I don't know. You sent me a picture of you at the track with Priest. I thought that was on the national anthem. Oh no, it was prior to the national anthem. It was just a picture that somebody sent me. Um, I I didn't even know a photo was being taken. Uh, it's me and Priest and Harvick and our crew chief, uh, Chad Johnston, sitting there talking to each other. Um, and the, the picture is taken pre-race at Auto Club a couple of weeks ago in California. Um, but it's, I think it was on TV. We're going to say it was on TV. Okay, We're gonna sure. say that, I, don't, yeah. I don't know because I'm there. I don't watch the TV. I don't go I, back and watch like replay or highlights, so I have, I have no idea. Yeah, me uh, either. But somebody sent that to me, and I thought it was a, it was a cool picture. So... I think I still have the auto club recorded on my DVR. I'm going to go back and check. Uh, okay. that'd, be, that'd be cool, man. That'd be really, yeah. well, uh, I, what I'm going to do is if you're actually there, I'm going to pause it on my TV. I'm going to take a picture of my TV with my phone, a really crappy angle. And then I'm going to have you sign it for me. Uh, and then, you know, we're going to sell that and, and make millions, you know, millions okay. and billions. <laughs> I mean, art is subjective. It's worth whatever someone will pay for it. So. That's very true. That's very, very true. <laughs> I've, I've seen some art go for a lot of money that I wouldn't pay uh, a velvet portrait of a whale and a dolphin getting it on for. <laughs> With all due respect. <laughs> With all due respect, of course. I wonder how many... Let's have an episode where we see how many movie references or lines we can work into the entire episode. That's like just my life. That's that's ninety percent. Yeah, ninety percent of what comes out of my mouth is just regurgitated comedic movies or something. It's it, yeah, and it's mainly either Will Ferrell or uh, Jim Carrey. One yeah, of those two. Yeah, that's why we get along so well, you and I. <laughs> Uh, so this past weekend, uh, y'all were out at Phoenix, a racetrack, which I love, man. I, I'm a I'm a huge Phoenix fan. I said it last year. I love the racetrack. I like that there's 365 different grooves you can run in at the start. Um, it, it does. I feel like Phoenix is also one of those tracks where different grooves open up at different times. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like one line works the entire race in all the corners like it feels like you know the high line works for somebody low line works for some other people and the i don't know what you call it the skirts what is that below the white line whatever that's the, called the apron the apron there we go uh bingo i like the skirts better but you know the <laughs> skirts uh, apron that works for some people in some terms so i'm a huge phoenix fan i know a lot of people don't like it because it's not like the traditional i don't know quarter mile track or whatever i like phoenix I think it provides for great racing. I enjoy both the Xfinity race and the uh, Cup Series race this weekend. Um, trying to think. Tires. The degradation on the tires. Not as bad as Auto Club. No. But Phoenix is, is kind of a bad track for tires, isn't it? It's a, it's a very abrasive surface. Um, but the compound is different. Goodyear brought a, a harder tire this time. Um, and, and wear was not as bad as... I think maybe we would have expected. Uh, hence, a two-tire call won the race at the end instead of a, a four-tire call. Was I, I thought think, that was I thought the four-tire call was the right call. I uh, think it's yeah. I, I don't know what it, man. If you so we'll we'll wait till we get in the Cup Series right, to talk right. about this. We'll cover yeah. this. But I thought the but, call was right. Uh, just sitting there before the race was over. Yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about it once we get into the Cup Series. Um, the Xfinity Series this past weekend. High schoolers, senior, 
Sammy Smith made the most of the fastest car on Saturday's United Rentals 200, becoming the youngest NASCAR Xfinity Series winner at Phoenix Raceway at the age of 18. And I, I want to say somebody somebody won this past was it this past weekend or last weekend he was like a 15 year old kid uh, it um, was the arca race at phoenix a 15 year old yeah. kid won it it was the menards cards yeah 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 they the 15 year old won in the menards cards i mean that's he's, he doesn't even legally have a driver's license and he's winning i mean if you combine the three winners from this week william byron's only like what 20 uh, he's young too he's mid-20s at most so you've no. got a 15-year-old, an 18-year-old, and a mid-20-year-old winning uh, your three National Series races. He's 25. And yeah, he looks so, like he's 12. Yeah, yeah exactly. He so um, just kind of a. I'm not saying that's an indicator of something, but just just kind of uh, unique that some of the young kids, after what looked like it was going to be a win for one of the old guys. Uh, was a weekend won by all kids, basically. And I think we kind of covered this last year because I remember this same storyline last year. And I think it's great for the sport that you have these youthful young kids coming into the sport and, and winning, not just competing well, but actually getting wins and winning on all series. I mean, through the Menards cars, the truck series, Xfinity and Cup series. I, that, that's a good thing. The youth movement is a good thing for the longevity of NASCAR, a, lo- a longevity in a future that, you know... I, I don't want to say it didn't look great, but you know it's it's one of those things that their NASCAR is going to have to work on, um, just just sort of because of the pretty much the the chase for the cup and the stupid playoffs. Uh, but you know that's a uh, that's a whole podcast in and of itself. Back to the Xfinity race in a race that featured 11 cautions for 69 laps. Giggity uh, Smith held off teammate Ryan Truex after a restart with 15 of the 20, 200 laps left to give Joe Gibbs Racing. It's 16th victory at the one-mile track. Did you get to watch any of the Xfinity Series race on? I don't even remember what day it took place. Uh, Saturday. It started before we left. No, it didn't. Um, I take all that back. They were doing driver intros when I was walking out of the track on Saturday. So, no, I saw none of it. Uh, What did I do Saturday? Oh, I can't. Okay. So, during the... So, the garage hours on Saturday... um, qualifying was an impound so meaning after qualifying is over you go you a nascar official follows you straight to your garage you park the car they close the garage door you are done you cannot touch like you get out of the track go home go away Um, so as soon as that happened they were doing driver intros um well okay technically i left while qualifying was still on but i um, they were getting ready. They were pushing cars to the, like, they were, they were getting ready for the start of the Xfinity race. Um, once we knew we were out of qualifying, we pushed the car and we were headed out of the track. I actually went to, instead of watching the Xfinity race, our hotel was right next to the Texas Rangers, uh, Cactus League spring training facility. Oh, so, Perfect. Yes, so I got back to the hotel in the bottom of the third inning. I walked over to the uh, ball field, bought an $8 lawn ticket, a $18 Budweiser, uh, about a $12 hot dog, and I uh, proceeded to walk about six rows down from first base and sit my butt down in the Arizona sun and watch a baseball game. And let me tell you, 
I found God out there in that moment because <laughs> I I just that that was a healing moment for my soul, man. I needed it. I needed a cold beer, a hot day. The weather was perfect in Phoenix. It was 80 degrees, not an ounce of humidity. I didn't even know it could be hot without being humid. I'm from the South. I didn't know what it was like to be hot and not sticky. It's, it's awesome. comfortable, isn't it? I love it. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. It, it's for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. And just watch a baseball game. Like, I didn't care who won. No root. It's just baseball. Like, it's the purest sport in the world, in my opinion. It's the greatest sport in the world. And I just I just had a, a cold beer under the Arizona sun and watched a baseball game. I couldn't oh. have cared less about what was happening in the Xfinity series. That sounds, that sounds amazing. You posted a yeah. picture of that on, on like Facebook or something, didn't you? Yeah, I yeah. Thought I saw, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thursday night on Thursday night through Priest, we had a, a, a suite at the Arizona Coyotes game against the Nashville Predators. So I got to see a hockey game and a Major League Baseball game in the same weekend. And you just you know tied a, tied a ribbon on the bow there on the end. Uh, with the with the Cup Series race, you know that you got to yeah. watch and participate in. That's a nice weekend. That's a nice weekend out in Arizona, I, dude. It was or, it was uh, by Vegas. far better than my weekends in Fontana or Vegas. Yeah, the Fontana was the rain one, right? Where it poured yeah. down rain for yeah, yes. for, and then was and then was freezing. Yeah, that's the one where Moses came and asked if y'all needed a ride to the yeah. to the track, and then it was freezing and there was trash everywhere. That yeah, was and a road, uh, yeah. and we crashed, and yeah, just not not a fun. You didn't crash this weekend, though. That's good. That's this positive. is the first car we've brought home on four wheels. How positive. About that? That's yeah. hey, you take the small things. You take a the positive. Place finish and a car that rolls onto the truck. Hey, I mean, almost a top ten. Almost a top I mean, we ten. Had, yeah, we had a top ten until the last lap. I'm not sure. I'd be just in the restart. It was chaos. Oh uh, man. What, what, you, what, so I don't know what happened. I had Ross Chastain finishing in the top ten. He restarted fifth. I, we're skipping ahead to the Cup Series, but whatever. It's our podcast. <laughs> uh, so I had I you know I had my soft earned dollars segment. I had Chastain locked into a top ten. He restarted like fifth and ended up twenty fourth. What happened? I, that's a serious question. You don't know what happened. I, I haven't seen what happened to Ross Chastain. I, I I I was so pissed off when it over. I turned it off and I haven't watched the replay yet. But you haven't looked at the news this week. Uh, I saw the penalty. Which penalty? Uh, the Hendrick penalty. No, there's another penalty yesterday, too. Oh, I didn't see that one. It was to one Denny Hamlin for intentionally wrecking Ross Chastain <laughs> on that last restart. I missed it. I missed it. Was, that. It was like 50 points or 25 points and $50,000. I didn't know. I didn't see yeah. that one. Hamlin. Oh. Hamlin not only wrecked Chastain on the last lap, but then admitted it on his podcast, basically bragged about it on his podcast on Monday. And that's what forced NASCAR find him for basically saying he did it out loud. Like I, it would have been a racing incident. Like they wouldn't have had, they weren't, he was not going to get a fine until Monday when he said, yeah, I wrecked him on purpose. I, I was not going to finish the race well. And because it was him on my outside, I basically made the decision that neither of us were going to finish the race. Screw this guy. Yep, that's what happened. <laughs> I love so, it. Yeah. No, I, I completely missed that. I was, uh, I, I, it was the green white checker, and he restarted. It was like fifth or sixth. I don't remember. And I was like, I was like, yes, perfect. Like that. Boom. Soft earned dollars. Locked of the week. Got my money. Whatever. And then they kept going around, and like he, he just fell back. Yes. And, the, and I was like, what, what the hell happened to Chastain? And then I checked right after I checked and it was like 24th and I was like, forget it, screw it, turn the TV off, find something else to watch. I didn't, I didn't, all right, well that so, ain't, 
So your soft earned dollars went to Denny Hamlin, which he will now use to pay his NASCAR fine. That's so you just paid it forward. <laughs> it, was, it was only five bucks, so I don't know how much I don't know how much that's gonna help. Well, I, I think he's got the other forty nine thousand nine hundred ninety five covered. <laughs> oh man. Uh You'll fly on Michael Jordan's private jet for two weeks instead of his own, and then it'll break it. Yeah. Must must be nice. Um, So back to the Xfinity race, Justin Allgaier, who I had to finish in the top three for the soft earned dollars, did not. Wait, what? Justin Allgaier? Yeah. For the Xfinity race? Oh, we're back on Xfinity. Back to the Xfinity. Let's let's put a bow on the Xfinity race (laughs) because, you know, Justin Allgaier, who won the race's first two stages, crashed hard on lap 178 after contact with junior motorsports teammate Brandon Jones and Sam Hunt's racing Kaz Gorala. Riley Herbst finished fourth. John Hunter Nemechek recovered from a restart penalty, dipping below the yellow line on the apron before the start-finish line to come home sixth. Austin Hill was seventh, followed by Barry Boosh and Daniel Hemrick. Meyer finished 11th, and pole winner Cole Custard finished 12th. I like that name, Cole Custard. Does anybody in the garage call him Colonel Custard? No. Why not? They, Come on. they call him Cold Custard. C-O-L-D. And they call him Stone Cold Steve Custard. Oh, I love that one. I love that one. They should have, when they do, when they do driver intros, they don't have like walk-up music, do they? Uh, there's certain tracks you do. They, he's got to have Stone Cold Steve Austin's walk-up music. Yeah, I'm sure, like, I think... Well, I don't know if Xfinity does it at all, but in like the Cup Series, I know one of them is Bristol. I think another one is the All Star Race. You can pick your own walkout music. What an amazing, what an amazing nickname! That's fantastic. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Custer. Stone Cold Steve Custer. That's what I'm gonna start calling him. I love that. Uh, so since we sort of already talked about it, let's switch over to the Cup Series race. Uh, the Cup <laughs> Series race after a two tire call under the fourth caution flag mm-hmm. in Sunday's. United Rentals Worker United 500. Yes, folks, that was the actual name of the race at Phoenix Raceway. Uh, William Byron surged past Hendrick Motorsports teammate Kyle Larson in overtime to win his second straight NASCAR Cup Series race, a race that I thought Harvick was going to win until the caution came out with like five or six laps left. And when I saw the caution flag fly and I saw who was behind Kevin Harvick, I was like, oh, of course. Of course it happens. Of course there's some caution flag that comes out. And then I saw the tire and shredding debris going everywhere. And I was like, oh, I was like, eh. they sort of, they sort of had to call that one. I suppose that's a, that's a legit caution. I guess there's stuff all over. There's debris all over the field. I thought it was a, I thought it was going to be a replay of what was the last year, Atlanta, where they had the phantom caution. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, it's hard to pick one. There was like six of them last yeah, year. It's not a new thing that's happening. So, um, yeah, I, it was a weekend. I mean, it was, it was, I, there's going to be a, there's a lot of Monday morning crew chiefing about right. what was the right decision there. I, I think Rodney and Kevin were in a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, you're the lead, that's the last thing you want when you're that close to the end of a race to see a caution flag like no one was going to catch them no he was going to win he was like four and a half seconds ahead or something yeah now that you're in a position of what do you do and it almost doesn't matter because everyone can see what you do and then make their decision adjust on that so i think i think they had to take four tires um because if they uh, 
And I, that's hard to say out loud now because we know the outcome. But in the moment, just humor me for a second. If, if Rodney and Kevin take two tires there and Larson and Byron and whoever else was in that mix all to get four tires and Harvick comes off as the leader, but is the only car on two tires, nobody stays out and everybody around him has four tires. He's going to get swallowed up on a restart and then everybody is going to crucify uh, Rodney on Twitter about throwing the race away with a two-tire call. I mean, in that moment, you have to, you have the best car, you're the leader. Giving your driver four tires is the best chance you can control at still getting a win. You can't control what anybody else makes on that. And they're going to do what you don't do. So they see that you're taking four tires. They all, all those crew chiefs are yelling on their microphones, uh, two tires, two tires, two tires. Or, and so, I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. What happens, happened. But it, it was uh, the right call. I, I, yeah. I agree with you. Like, I, I, I know, I, I know Harvick lost. And, you know, you can sit here and look in retrospect that he should have taken two tires. Well, like you said, if he takes two, everybody behind him takes four and they fly past him. Yep. He took, it was the right call. Mm-hmm. You take four tires and you give up the track position and you try to put Harvick in a situation to make a run in the last couple of laps. And he had the opportunity, just didn't get the run. It, it's it's the right call. It, it's, it's the same call that should be made 10 times out of 10 in that situation. Like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like, it, yeah. it, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, I hate to see it for Harvick because he's a talented driver, um, and I'd like to see him locked into the chase, the playoffs early on in the season, uh, but it just didn't happen. What, what do y'all do if, if Hoff, if another car wins the the race? Do y'all, does like the other Haas teams celebrate too, or like? Will we pack up and go home? Uh, actually, the answer to this question is even funnier than that. Uh, it is It is almost a mad dash because the winner's car they're going to do post-race celebration, victory lane, all the hat dance and all the pictures and things. Then they've got to push their car to tech and get it torn down by NASCAR. So whatever plane, those guys are now on the second plane home. And the first plane home is going to leave about three and a half hours before the second plane. So <laughs> it is a mad dash to get to the airport and you, you'll stab people to get on that first plane because it is, <laughs> it is the difference in you getting home at... 2 a.m. in the morning or like daylight. <laughs> so it's the so scene from Home Alone where they're run, run, Rudolph. They're yeah, going to the airport. So we all get win bonuses. I would have been super happy to see, see the four car win because I'm getting the same bonus that all those guys are. Uh, and, and I would have been fighting for my life like Black Friday shopping in the 90s to get to the first plane so that I'm not stuck on the Oh, it's just sitting on a runway in Phoenix, Arizona, waiting on the four cars to show up, uh, the four guys to show up covered in beer and confetti. <laughs> and then <laughs> smelling like victory. Fly, yeah, and sweat and beer and confetti and then fly with them for five more hours uh, back home. Yeah. Oh, man. So that, that is the procedure when another team on your organization wins is kill to get to the first plane. <laughs> oh so uh as a result byron scored his second victory of the season and a guaranteed ticket into the cup series playoffs the driver of the number 24 chevrolet won the first time 
in Phoenix and for the sixth time in his career. I think his first ever victory came at Daytona, didn't it? A couple years ago. Wasn't that his first ever victory? Wasn't that Byron? Who are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He won the Coke 600 or not Coke 600, the Coke 400 or whatever the hell that race is called now. I don't uh, know. He Dixie, won the Daytona 3000. Yeah, I want to say it was a couple of years ago, honestly. He's, I think it was three. I think it was three years ago. Three or four. I don't know. Everything's yeah. running together at this point. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Harvick leaves his best track with a mountain of frustration as a tall spectator friendly rattlesnake hill at the end of the East End with a one mile uh, speedway. He posted his 20th straight top 10 at Phoenix, a Cup Series record for a single track. I don't think he cares at all about that record, especially the way the, the race ended on Sunday with him having a four and a half second lead and it being ripped away because of the caution. I don't think he gives two you-know-whats about that top 10 streak there. Yeah, he doesn't. Um, but I don't I don't think he's frustrated. I don't think any of that team is – are they disappointed? Absolutely. But you can't be frustrated at what you don't control. It sucks they didn't win the race, but – They've started off the season really hot. Uh, they are the points leaders now after yesterday's penalty. They looked like they were in good shape to take over that on their own anyway. Um, I think they're, if anything, more confident. Like, we didn't know if we would have speed as an organization. And to be honest, three of the four cars are still searching for it. Uh, this weekend was better significantly, um, but... But our mile and a half stuff uh, and and two mile <clears throat> looks like it may still be behind. So uh, there's still a lot of work to do. But I think for that team, they're in a pretty good spot. And I, I think they're more in just enjoying the moment. This is this is their last dance. They don't know what next year holds. Harvick does, but or nobody else on that team has no idea what next year looks like yet. So Harvick are, may want to hit that 1,000 race starts. Man, you don't know. No, he's he's not. I don't. Harvick's not pulling a Tom Brady. I mean, if you've never <laughs> met or talked to Kevin Harvick, it, he's not a guy. No, who no, Matt, we haven't. We're not he's those type of people. They get to meet drivers and talk to him. Change his mind or just decide something like, hey, he, that guy knows who he is and what he's doing, uh, and is confident in that. Uh, so uh, Christopher Bell ran six most of the day. Defending race winner Chase Briscoe finished in the seventh after a slow start. Kyle Bush was eighth, and Hendrick drivers Alex Bowman and Josh Berry, who was subbing in for the injured Chase Elliott, were ninth and tenth. Bowman has finished in the top ten in each of the season's first four races. Alex Bowman might be this year's um, who was the dude that finished raced amazingly last year and never won a race? Uh, Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney. Oh, I couldn't think of anybody but Greg Biffle. And I was like, it's not Greg Biffle. Ryan Blaney, thank you. Um, so Alex Bowman might be this year's uh, mm. Ryan Blaney with all the uh, top tens and, and no race wins so far. Josh Berry, I thought, did pretty good. Um, I know it's a Hendrick car, and you know they're, they're sort of overpowered. They are more or less the Red Bull of NASCAR right now. Uh, but I thought, yeah. I thought Josh Barry, Barry raced, raced pretty well in, in substitution for... Uh, Oh, cousin Elliot. Yeah, he's he's figuring it out. I mean, he's not he's not a slouch. They, I mean, I don't think they put him in that car, but to think like I don't know if they're expecting to win races right now, but but they're expecting week to week improvement and and to keep that team firing on all cylinders until Chase gets back. 
uh, I, so far, I I have no um, complaints as to the job that they've done. So, if so, if Josh Berry gets a win, it, it does Berry get locked into the playoffs, or does the no, car get locked into the playoffs? He is he is not eligible for the NASCAR playoffs. He is you have to declare for points at the beginning of the season. You can okay. only earn points in one series. So he okay. is earning points in the Xfinity series. That's the series he's declared for. No points. He does not accrue points in the Cup series. If he wins, it will count as a win. He'll get all the the money and all, all the things, the accolades that come with it. But he will receive zero points for that win. You receive nothing. <laughs> Good day, sir. Uh, so does so, and I assume that's, Elliot that's doesn't get locked five in. Or six movie quotes. No, Elliot. They, uh, Josh Berry does win does not affect chase elliott at all wow so that okay well, that just goes vacant so the only Ch- okay let me rephrase that the only scenario in which because i'm a wizard and i know these things you're a wizard matt <laughs> that's seven uh, <laughs> is if chase elliott were to start a race and need relief say his tibia refractures itself in the car <laughs> and he has to come to pit road and be pulled out of the car and Josh Berry goes in it and goes on to win the race. That win would count towards Chase Elliott and Elliott would be locked into the playoffs. Who was it we saw last year at the road course that got pulled out of his car because he had a busted leg or something? Do you remember that? Uh, was it in the Cup Series? I don't remember. It was in a car. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember if it was in the Cup Series or Xfinity. But he raced. He raced like 17 laps with a... Uh, yeah. I think he got punched in the jejunum before the race. I got you. So, yeah, yeah. Th- that would be the reason that that happens is because the person that starts the race is the person who is credited with the points and the finish. So gotcha. by starting the race, Chase Elliott would be the credited driver of the job. Now, I think it still goes as a Josh Berry win, but the winning points are credited to Chase Elliott, the driver that starts the race. Has anybody nicknamed Josh Berry in the paddock uh, Dingle? Uh, no, and I'm not going to be the one to do it. So. I mean, the fact that, that that these nicknames come to me and they don't come to anybody. I mean, I, if I was Josh Berry's friends, I would have 1,000%, like when he was eight years old, I would have nicknamed him Dingle. And that would have been his nickname for his entire life was Dingle. Let me down a little bit. <laughs> Got to come up with better nicknames there. Uh, so if this, you come out on Saturday, you can see him. You let him know. Yeah, I hope. Well, I say I hope so. You know, if every if everything gets rained out, I mean, we're supposed to get like two inches of rain on Friday night. And oh, I know, I'm gonna yeah. be pressing tires in it. Ew, that sucks, dude. Um, I did yeah, so Montana, it'll be all right. At least it won't be cold on on Saturday. On the Monday. day it's raining, yes, I don't have both at the same time. It, yeah. it will be 67 and raining, and then freezing and dry the rest of the weekend. So it, it sucks because I had you know tomorrow St. Patty's Day, and I have oh mm-hmm. hey, when are you flying in? You want to come out to St. Patty's Day party tomorrow? Uh, I fly at noon. Track opens at three, and I'll be prepping tires till nine. Boom! Come by. Come by after nine. We'll be partying until about three a.m. Till to where? My house. It's just yeah, right I'll, next to the track. Uh, yeah, I just I have my own car. Let me just. <laughs> I'll go pick you up. It. Yeah. I Let can't promise you'll Denny make Hamlin. it back to work on Saturday if though. I can borrow Denny Hamlin's private jet to run from Hampton <laughs> to Carrollton. No, nah, you'll need a you'll I need a helicopter. Land. The Villa Rica Airport, right? Oh like, yeah, we have Stockmore Airport right there. Yeah, yeah, just you know, just a little pond hop. You won't even yeah. get up to cruising altitude. No, no. By, by the time you get the landing gear up, you'll need it back down. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so yeah, you're, you're coming to Atlanta. I, I, the plan is right now, if we get a bunch of rain Friday and everything gets canceled on Saturday, I think we're going to come out there. I haven't been to a NASCAR race in Matt. I can't tell you how long in years. Um, I didn't realize how cheap it was. It's nuts. Uh, especially for the Saturday. Like if I want to, if we come out there, I think we're going to probably catch the tail end of the trucks uh, and watch like the first half of the Xfinity series. Cause I, I would be shocked if my kids actually sat through two races. It would shock me. Um, but yeah, if everything gets rained out, we're going to go out there. And I think for all five of us, me and my three kids, I think it's only 90 bucks, which like that, that blows my mind because kids are free now. Yes. When, when I used to go to Atlanta, I mean, we'd pay at least $200 a ticket to sit on the backstretch stands before the tornado tore them down. But this yeah. was, this was late nineties, early two thousands, I think at the peak of, of NASCAR. So um, yeah, we're, we're kind of excited. It's going to be a beautiful day on Saturday. So I sort of hope the games get canceled uh, and we come out there and I'm able to enter. Do we need like, uh, do I need to get like headphones and earplugs for the kids and stuff at the track? Uh, if you, yeah, yeah, probably. Probably. Okay. That's, that's, that's a safe bet. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was figuring. Yeah. I, I never, I never got that when I was a kid. They, you know, I, I was five years old at standing right next to the, when we used to drag race a bunch. So I was five years old standing right up on the fence right next to, you know, top fuel cars that are 6,000 decibels loud and probably why I have hearing loss now. Yeah, it may have something to do with it. What? What? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's our that's our Saturday uh, plans for right now. NASCAR Saturday plans, your Saturday plans mm-hmm. are going to be right here when I click on them. I'm prepared like a good host. Where the Saturday, hell? My Saturday plans are qualifying and it's an also an impound race. So I'll, I'll be at the track for probably like two hours on Saturday. Uh, so what, t- what time of year? See garage hours for Atlanta, 9 a.m. And on qual- Saturday. Yeah. Qualifying at 1135. Yep. Uh, okay. Okay. So the trucks don't start until two next Finity at five. So yeah, the, the weekend schedule looks like this. Um, Friday, you have the Truck Series qualifying on FS1 at 3.05, qualifying for Xfinity that night at 4.35 on FS1. Then Saturday flips over, stuff that's going to be on TV. Cup Series qualifying 11.35 on FS1. Uh, And then NASCAR, the Truck Series, they race at 2 p.m. on FS1. And then the Xfinity Series, they race at 5 p.m. on FS1 on Saturday. Then Sunday, the big boys, they start going around the track at 3 p.m. on Fox. So what do you what do you do? What's your plans for Saturday after y'all uh, get the poll? Uh, it if you're there, uh, I can spend the rest of the day with you. Uh, watch both races, hang out. You'll just have to figure out. I'll have to load up in the trunk or something, and somebody will have to drop me off at the hotel. Um, yeah. Ah, we got a big car. Yeah, uh, but if I mean, if anybody wants to hang out, uh, I can hang out after I'm done working on Saturday. I'll I'll bring a change of clothes to the track. And so I'm not wearing my net crew stuff. <laughs> you want to wear your crew stuff up in the stands and see if you can no, sign speakers and like, pretty, like do that. Uh, <laughs> see if you can trick kids into thinking you're uh, a driver. <laughs> I will be incognito. And hey, do you have your name on the back of your crew thing? Yeah, it's spelled wrong, but yeah. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, it says Ridgeway, but it has an E in it. Like <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> it, <laughs> If my job was to order uniforms and I worked for a professional team, I would make sure that the names I was ordering uniforms for, like, what if Zeke Elliott went out on the football field in his new team next year and he had one T in his last name 
because somebody <laughs> just assumed they knew how to spell it. Oh, that's, that's terrible, I'm not gonna, dude. I'm not going to say more about that. It's I'm not going to get myself in trouble. Our marketing department works really hard, but that they, they, yeah, they, that we have a guy on our team whose name is Zanalini, but then they got that one right. <laughs> <laughs> but they couldn't nail Ridgeway. Yeah, I guess people just assume they know how to spell Ridgeway. It's not like a complicated spelling, but it it's missing a letter that you assume is in there and I don't know. It's it's happened my whole life. I was not at all shocked when I saw my fire suit. And uh, I told them, I was like, hey, that's spelled wrong. And they said, okay, cool. We'll fix it next year, baby. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much the answer I got. Like, <laughs> we'll fix it. Don't call us, we'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell them, when you get your fire suit, you just gotta need to get a, a white piece of tape at every track and just tape an X on the E. Yeah. Like they like they do up at Ohio State for the M's on campus with the with the X. You just put a put a piece of white white X tape on there or something. That'd be yep. hilarious. Yep. <laughs> uh, so for this weekend, Matt, who you got in Atlanta for the Cup Series race? Uh, me. We need a good weekend. We're gonna win. I like it. I'm I back. Like it. All right. Uh, let me see here. Let me see who's gonna be. We're either in... gonna win or be involved in a multi car crash that we have nothing to do with, and that'll be that. A multi-car crash that you have nothing to do with. That doesn't sound like Atlanta at all. No, it's, it sounds like Daytona, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, which is sort of what Atlanta has turned into. Do we have any guys from uh, from Georgia that are racing in the uh, in the Cup Series races? Uh, no, because Chase Elliott is the only driver in the Cup Series from Georgia. And that, Austin Hill's not in it. No. Nope. Nope. Well, darn. I was going to try to pick a, uh, a Georgia boy. Um well, Pick one for Xfinity. You've got Sieg. You've got maybe both Sieg's this weekend. You've got Brandon Jones. You've got um, uh, uh, just one I, Sieg this weekend in Xfinity. Okay. I think. Why is why is wrong messing up on me? <clears throat> oh, I spelled Sieg wrong. <laughs> good thing I don't order. Good thing yeah. I don't order. You don't order you I don't know. order fire suits. <laughs> God, we're good at this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think we do have both Siegs. Um, Kyle Sieg and Ryan Sieg, they're both. Yeah. Oh, they're from Tucker. Tucker, I just yeah. met her. Uh, they're both from Tucker, Georgia. Austin Hill, and let's see. I don't. I don't think Massey is. Um, I don't he's think he's doing in the truck series. So you've got Brandon Jones and Ma- and Mason and uh, um, Austin Hill. I don't think uh, Mason Massey's not racing in the truck series this weekend. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Uh, I don't, I don't see him on here. I don't think I can miss Mel Mason. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see him on here except for this guy right here, Mason Massey. I put two S's. <laughs> Good thing I you was, don't. I was, I was halfway through spelling Mason, and then I thought about Massey, and then I was going to spell Massey, but then I switched back over to Mason. My brain doesn't work sometimes. Um, so in the uh, in the truck series, I'm going to pick Mason Massey to win. In the that's pretty cool that we're going to be there for hopefully for the truck series and the Xfinity series. Uh, Georgia boys all over the place. So trucks, I'm going with Mason. Xfinity series, I am going with Austin Hill. And with the Cup series, I'll ride with you. Give me Ryan Priest to win, uh, to win and uh, get a victory there in Atlanta. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome for your first victory. So you can't root for a driver from Atlanta on Sunday. So at least root for like a crew member from Georgia. Ooh, there you go. The guy who is in charge of the rubbers for the entire team is from Atlanta, Georgia. You're the, the rubber 40- guy. 
just the 41 team. That's <laughs> the 41 team. Yeah, that's right. Not the rest of them. No, no. You're just in charge of the rubbers for the guys that work on the 41 team, making yeah. sure they have the right rubbers in the right place and are safe to go around. Yep. Yep. It's a big job. It's a big it job. A big, you're, you're a safety way, guy. It's a way bigger job than I thought it was going to be. Like, <laughs> you almost needed rocket surgery degree to do this job. <laughs> so many numbers. Like, oh, I would be terrible at that. It, it is. I think it was a five. I don't know. It might have been a six it, or seven. It is. It is nuts. I'm interested to see your experience next week at Coda because that's going to be the first time working with the um, the grooved tires, right? Oh no, that's only if it rains. That's that's rain tires are grooved. Oh, regular road course tires are just like slicks. Well, damn. Hopefully it rains because I want to like- see. I want to see your experience with those. I want to know. I want to know the ins and outs with the with the groove tire. But you'll see him. You'll see him at dirt in Bristol in a couple of weeks, right? Isn't that? Yeah. When's that? Yeah. There's groove tires at dirt Bristol. It's in three weeks. That's part of the two weeks I'm home every night. That'll be interesting. Oh, there's so many cool things you get to experience this year. Yeah. And the best part about it is I get to experience too, but I don't have to go anywhere. I just get to listen to you. That's the <laughs> thanks. That's the, that's the best part about people to listen to the podcast too. They get to experience all these miserable things that you go through, Matt, but they don't have to go through them. They just have no. to listen to this amazing podcast. The, the travel is hard. I, I'm, you know, I don't love being away from my family, but the experience itself is not miserable. I am having the time of my life. I'm doing my dream job. I'm freaking working on race cars, man. I'm like on TV on Sunday. Dude, that's so cool. I know. It's every free, every free, single time cool. I like rewind and try to find like where Priest is at and see if I can see you on TV. Uh, it's neat, dude. That's that's really that's really cool. Be there and be amongst them. Have they found a, a car big enough for me to fit in yet? Uh, I mean, you can fit in the new Cup cars. So just bring your. If uh, Ryan ever gets injured, God forbid. Um, we'll, uh, I'll nominate you to be the reserve driver. Like, who is this, who's this jerk coming in? He can't, he can't, he, he can't even get up to a good uh, ranking in iRacing. We're not going to put him in a Cup Series car. <laughs> uh, oh, one thing we forgot to talk about was the, the, the penalization. Uh, uh, Na- NASCAR did penalize yeah. each of Hendrick Motorsports' four Cup Series teams, along with the number 31 team of Calig Racing. With a level two, that's, uh, I don't know. Ele- I, it's worse than the other level. Who cares? Keep going. <laughs> uh, on Wednesday for unapproved parts modification last week at Phoenix Raceway, each crew chief was fined $100,000 and suspended for four races. And each team was further penalized with a loss of 100 team and driver points and 10 playoff points with the exception of the number nine, which did not lose driver points because it had a substitute driver who earns Xfinity Series points. And Matt, if I am not wrong, right now in the Cup Series, I believe there is a driver with negative points. There is. Uh, Justin Haley. Yeah, Justin, Justin Haley, Haley has Justin Haley has negative 40 points. That's the 31 Colin car. So he already had almost no points, and then they hit him with a 100 points penalty. Right? I'd be curious to know if that's ever happened in history because it's just like a product of the system because it's so early in the season um, with a car that was way far down there to begin with. I think Uh, it has. I was reading an article about this the other day on NASCAR's subreddit, and I think it actually happened to Michael Waltrip. Yeah, okay, so that that makes sense. Negative points. We're four races into the year. That car has negative points. Jimmy Johnson, who's done one race. Travis Pastrana, who's not even a NASCAR driver, 
has okay what's negative four so 40 so 60 so travis pastrana has 66 more points than justin haley having done one race in a nascar cup car in his life than, than justin haley has this year so far <laughs> travis pastrana has 26 points which is 66 points more than negative 40. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh my God, that is amazing. Oh, geez. I can't find that. I can't find that thread now, but I was reading the other day that I think it was, um, I think it was uh, Michael Waltrip into the season one time with negative points or something like that. So yeah, that's a, uh, that's pretty neat. Matt, you got any final thoughts, any final words for our, uh, our viewers, our listeners before the Atlanta weekend kicks off? No, if you're going to be in Atlanta this weekend, don't be afraid to reach out to me. Let me know. I get I get at questions all the time. People text me all the time asking me, am I going to be at such and such race? Like the answer is yes. I, I'm going I'm to sort be of at all the races. Yeah. Um, you don't have to text me asking me if I'm going to be at a race. The answer is yes. If you want to text me and ask, can I meet up that weekend? Sure. Go for it. Um, I'm, I will always have some free time at some point. Uh, what that looks like and what I do with that free time is up to me. But um, yeah, if, if you're going to be in Atlanta this weekend, let me know. Let Bryce know. Uh, yeah, you can, you can meet the faces of track talk. Yeah. If, um, if, if Bryce is out there this weekend, that's where I plan to be. Uh, if Bryce is not, I may or may not be at the racetrack at all. Yeah, if nobody, if, if I have no friends and it's all sad and no one's out there, Sad and lonely. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sticking around the racetrack to watch the Xfinity and truck race by myself. Um, I'll go find something to do. It's it's Georgia. I know where I'm at. I know where everything yeah. else is around me. Like, <laughs> I I know what's going on. Like, I don't know. It's I'll go to Six Flags or something. I don't care. <laughs> well, what's uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway? So it's right next to Atlanta. So there's a ton oh, of yeah. stuff to do, right? Closer to Carrollton than it is to actual Atlanta. So. <laughs> Always got to kick out of that. I, I track if, if I'm leaving the track at one o'clock and I got the rental car and nobody else needs it, I I may be in Carrollton by the end of the day. I really have no plans, no idea what the weekend's going to look like. So, it's if, you're out, if you're out in Carrollton on Saturday, hit me up. Um, might run out there after the ball. If you're out there late, if you're out there uh, late, hit me up. I might run out there after the ball game and maybe grab a beer or something. Okay. Uh, but yeah, if they get if they get rained out, the plan is I, I know I will be at the track. If the games get rained out on Saturday, I'll be at the track, and I, I think we're I think the family's coming along as well. So okay, uh, well, yeah, well, it'll be a fluid situation. We'll figure it out this weekend. So that's the story of our relationship, baby. Fluid situation. We'll figure it out as we go along. That <laughs> is, if the that that should be a shirt. The new the first track talk shirt we should have is it's fluid. That that should be the <laughs> that should be the first. That could be multiple things. That could be a multiple multiple thing t-shirt there first track talk it's fluid i like it hey we need to figure out how much is it to get a uh, to get a sponsorship on priest's car what are we talking about lowballing here can we get well, a track talk i don't know if there's any more we can fit like it, i think we've sold every part of the car for the whole year so windshields open Pfft, come on well yeah except for the minor nascar restriction where you can't do anything on the windshield but yeah, we'll just pop a giant just we'll we'll sneak a sticker on there uh, or, or like when you're putting his helmet on, just slap a slap a track talk sticker on his helmet. See you later. Have a good race. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, for Matt Ridgeway, I am Bryce Sparling. We will see y'all next week, same time, same place.